Hello everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Dad Diaries, and I'm your host, Stéphane Jutra. So I hope everybody is doing well on their side of the world, and uh, that uh, you are enjoying the rest of the summer. Actually, I think we're, yeah, we're actually in fall now officially after September. Time goes so fast, I can't even imagine that we're basically mid-October now while I'm recording this. And we're getting close to Christmas and uh, have to start thinking about what we'll do, gift planning and everything else. So it's really amazing how fast uh, all this goes. So a couple of weeks was my 21st wedding anniversary, or should I say would have been my 21st wedding anniversary. So yeah, it kind of made me think a little bit about where I was 21 years ago getting married for the rest of my life. And it's not that I spend much time reflecting on that or during that day, but it's just kind of funny to think and to kind of throw yourself back at that moment and kind of analyzing a little bit what went through your head. Some people might have said, oh, I was crazy to do it. I shouldn't have done it. So uh, that's an exercise I actually did at some point, going back to that day or just a couple of days before and and just trying to remember how I felt. And strangely enough, at least on my side, I mean, obviously I was excited to get married at that point, but there was a little voice in the back of my head, I guess, that was still kind of uh, wondering if that was the right thing to do. Obviously, I went through it, and I thought it was a good thing to do, but there's always this little doubt, and I don't know if it's like that for everyone, if uh, anyone is like 100% certain that day that, they're making the best decision of their life, or uh, even if that's possible, maybe it's not. But uh, yeah, that's basically how I felt at that point. So that many years later, I kind of think about that little voice and wonder if I should have maybe listened to it a little bit more and sit down and see if really that's what I wanted and, and see if that was the right decision. But Obviously, now we know where we are and uh, we knowing what we know now, it's easy to say at the time, uh, you're young and innocent and uh, ready for, you know, the big commitment. And you think that, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. And, and you get married, have kids and it will be a happy life. And at least that's something you hope for, right? I don't think anybody goes through marriage thinking like, yeah, I'm going through this, but this is going to fail so bad. <laughs> but still... Sometimes I, I think back about, you know, what if, what if it would have been different or what if I had listened to that little voice, maybe I should, I could have done something different, maybe having more time, maybe looking at some of the signs that were already there. And I don't know about you all, but just thinking back, sometimes I realized that there were signs before too. I guess at that point you kind of, you know, you, I don't know if you, yeah, you kind of choose to ignore them somehow because you're kind of surrounded by everybody kind of excited for you to get married and even you getting excited to get to the next step of your life. And, you know, it's, it's what everybody does. I mean, (laughs) I'm not saying everybody gets married, but it's what everybody does. Usually you meet someone after a while. I mean, you can go out, but after a while, it's kind of almost expected to get married. So that's what you do. And you start having kids, getting your house and hoping to be happy. So that's what I thought at the moment. I think (laughs) it's a long time ago, but uh, looking back now, definitely there were little signs there that I should have listened to. And um, 
I guess you learn and you become older and maybe wiser. I don't know. <laughs> so that was it. So that was uh, my wedding anniversary. And uh, even though I'm, you know, that's what prompted me to record a podcast episode because I was thinking, I, I don't think I spend much time on that. And I'm sure a lot of people have questions or at least different feelings about that day. A lot of people say it's a day like the any other day. And it's true. But I mean, to be fair, it's it's a very important day because it's the day that you made that commitment to be with someone for the rest of your life. And uh, it's an important day that, you know, every year try to celebrate and, and remember it. Unless you're that kind of person that basically can't remember birthdays and wedding anniversary date and never even remember when you were married. So maybe that could explain why it didn't work out. But uh, <laughs> but all I'm trying to say is I don't usually spend much time thinking about it. My first year was a bit special, I guess, because it's the first year and that day usually it's a big day and you celebrate. So that's the first year you're kind of home and by yourself or with your kids and you think about it. But I have to say that it also depends on how the divorce went. As you all know, my divorce didn't go too, too well. So I can't say that on the wedding anniversary day, I was kind of missing all this. For me, I was just hoping that uh, it would be over as soon as possible and I can kind of move on. So that day for me was pretty neutral, just like pretty much another day, especially this year. I know there's this old adage that says time will heal everything and sometimes it's hard to to believe that but it's true i mean now it's been what four or five years and uh this day was pretty much a normal day so there was no love no hate and not feeling sad just a normal day except this year like i said i stopped for a few minutes and thought back about that day also one thing that can happen is it can be very confusing right because it doesn't mean you want to get back with your ex or that you miss it really but Again, you had good times at the time, you had bad times, so it, it can also be very conflicting days. And you might tell, ask yourself, why am I thinking about that? I don't miss being married to that person, I don't miss that person, but why am I thinking all those things? So it might be a bit confusing sometimes, but that's normal. So I'm curious, and I know I read a few things about it too, and people usually do different things on their wedding anniversary. I think the first one is probably the toughest one for a lot of people because, like I said, depending how divorce went or the separation went, if you're the one that initiated it, maybe it's a bit easier because you wanted it over with. But if you're not, the other person might feel sad on that day and really miss being in the, in the marriage and the relationship. So it might be a, a bit of a tougher day. And some people might not want to spend the day by themselves, right? Because it's so many emotions and it basically brings back a lot of memories on that day. So it really depends on how this went for you and really personal at, at the end of the day. So I'm curious what people do out there. So if you want to make any comments, please uh, let me know. I would be curious how you celebrate your wedding anniversary or maybe the wedding on anniversary and see if you do anything special on that front. But like I said, sometimes might be a bit tougher for some people and for different reasons. So I was reading a little bit uh, about it and how people celebrate don't celebrate or what they do during that day or or maybe kind of tricks to not be reminded of your wedding and to kind of clear your mind so so a couple of tricks i mean that i read or things that i read about that like i said a bit before you have to realize and you have to tell yourself that i mean at the end of the day it's a day like any other day right it's an important day but it's just a normal day and most probably during that day you might be working 
or anything else. So yeah, it's a day like any other. One thing that's important though, it's some people say, oh, I was, the marriage was so bad. So my wedding anniversary, I want to party and I want to be, you know, have fun and be happy and everything else. One thing I realize is you don't need to be happy during that day or force it and say, oh, I have to be happy that day. I mean, like I said, I think the best is just go through your day as you would go normally and just being reminded that it's like any other day. No need to force anything on that day. Something that might help as well is um, some people, they, they might start some new uh, ritual on that day. So it was a wedding anniversary, but instead, you know what? They decide that every year on that day, they'll have uh, dinner with friends or they'll go out for a drink uh, with friends or they'll spend time with family or they'll do something else, right? So that day kind of becomes a day where either you celebrate or you do something else and a way to uh, rebrand that day. Instead of being a wedding day, it can be a fun day. <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, something easy to do and if it works, but I know that some friends, that's what they do. Uh, when it's their wedding anniversary, they just go out and just have a drink and to change their mind and just, just have fun. So other things too, I think that you have to realize is uh, really if that day is kind of a big trigger for you, I think the best thing is to kind of plan a bit in advance. So if you know that that day is trigger for you, for example, it can be a wedding anniversary, but it can be Christmas. It can be uh, maybe your kid's birthday when you don't have them and things like that. I think one good thing is to kind of plan ahead and plan something that day. So you don't get on the actual day sitting down in your living room and by yourself and remembering all those uh, memories that maybe you don't want to remember. So definitely that's something I would recommend to kind of think ahead a little bit and just try to plan something for that day, at least something to look forward to. Also some people, and I know I do that often, not only on my wedding anniversary, but maybe to take the time to reflect. It's maybe rebranding that day as a day to reflect on the good of your marriage because it wasn't all bad. I mean, you might have had good times that you want to remember and maybe you had kids too. And I mean, without the marriage or without that relationship with that person, you would never have your kids. So that's how I see it on my side, right? I mean, if I had to change something, I wouldn't go back and just not change being married and have that relationship because, you know, that's why I got my kids and I'm really grateful for my kids. And like I said, so there was also good moments and it's okay to think about those good moments. It's part of your life. It's like anything else, right? So it wasn't always all bad. Another thing too that I think is good and maybe to keep in mind is to stay off social media. As we all know, <laughs> we talk about Facebook. We have Facebook memories, especially that brings back some memories from last year, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. So you might see some wedding pictures or you might have friends that wish you happy anniversary. Maybe they don't know uh, about the, the divorce or anything. So uh, maybe that day would be a good idea to kind of stay off social media if you really get triggered by that. Or if you don't want to get reminded or see any memories from that part. That's one thing I'd read and, you know, think about it. It kind of makes sense. Even though for some people it's a bit uh, difficult to stay off social media for a day, that might turn out to be some challenge, you know, might be the no social media day on your wedding day <laughs> and just disconnect from everything and just being Zen and, and just relaxing on your side. So, but like I said, there's no shame to miss, you know, those good times. There were good times and they're part of who you are. They're mem part of memories, good or bad. And, and it's still no shame to feel like you want to remember them or you feel like remembering them on your side. So definitely not.
Another thing I've read too is maybe that's more, I guess, for the first couple of anniversaries, or maybe some people are still doing that, is sometimes one of the partner will call the other partner or ex-partner and just wish them an happy anniversary. And I have to say the first time I read that or heard from that, I found it a little bit weird. Maybe just because in my situation, I don't think that would happen, but yeah, I kind of felt that it was a little bit weird to kind of call your ex-partner and say, hey, or write them. I also read some people write maybe a note or send a card just for that day. But thinking about it now, I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe that also makes some kind of sense if you're in a, if you still have a good relationship with your ex is wishing a happy anniversary, meaning that, again, that day actually met something and might still mean something, even if the relationship is over. It's kind of a part of your life. So definitely it, it was there and it exists. So wishing the other person happy anniversary like you would, I guess, wish them happy birthday might make some sense. So I'm kind of curious as well if any of you actually do that. If you call your ex or email your ex or text them or send them even a card just to wish them happy anniversary. And how does that go? And how does that work? And do they do the same thing on their side or is it just one-sided? And have you been doing that for a long time? Or So I would be curious to get some of feedback from you all if, uh, if you have a chance. So I guess what I'm trying to say is at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong. That day can be spent doing whatever you feel like doing. There's no expectation from anyone. And really you do what feels right and you can pick to remember and think about what you want and to do whatever you want. I mean, it's really up to you. And the only thing I would say is to try to do something that makes you feel good. If it makes you feel good during that day, that's something good and that's something worth worth doing maybe years over year. Just remember life is too short and, you know, you have to enjoy every moment, enjoy it as much as you can. And going that way, you can't go wrong. So that was the episode for this week. And once again, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you have any comments or any questions or if you want to reach me, you can actually do it at the divorce.diaries at gmail.com or you can go as well on my website on www.thedivorcedaddiaries.com and you can find a podcast on all the major platforms pretty much everywhere. Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, pretty much everywhere there's a podcast you can find uh, The Divorce Dad Diaries. And if you don't mind, please subscribe. That helps uh, actually just knowing who's listening to and also that way as a bonus you get a notification when the new episode comes out i know lately it's been kind of a bit sparse but uh, trying to work on that as always <laughs> i always have the best resolution uh, on that front but uh, if you subscribe to podcast you'll know uh, right away when uh, when i post something new that said i hope you have a great week and enjoy your time on your side and i'll see you soon take care